Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Scored a touchdown earlier on a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Tony Michelle will send the Dogs home to the championship game. Fifty-three and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right. Snap. Hold. Kick is away. It's reaching. And it is good. 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 Hot pot does it. All right. Hot pot. Botts with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel two. All right, welcome back. It is a fresh edition of the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcasting network for professionals. It's uh, it's the beginning of summer for uh, for Israel and I, um, but Israel is uh, the owner of Daddy Daycare right now. Uh, Israel, what's up, man? What's going on, man? I got my little girls running around here, and I got security system people here installing a new system at our house, and actually. In the middle of fixing one of our sprinkler head because it shot off like a rocket this morning. So mm. we got a lot going on today, but hey, we can never uh, get enough of Georgia football, right? Absolutely not. Yeah, that's uh, sounds like a fun day. Uh, well, I'm, I'm answering phones uh, for a budget disposal. So if you need a dumpster, call me. Um, I, I can hook you up. Maybe. Who knows? But uh, joining us is, is, is another guest, brand new to the Believe Network, also brand new to UGASports.com. That family just keeps growing and growing and growing. And uh, he is a recruiting guru. It's the host of Recruiting Every Second with the play on uh, SEC in, in second. It's Blaine Gilmer. What's up, man? Hey, thank you for having me on, guys. I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk a little Bulldog recruiting here. Absolutely. Well, he's uh, he's uh, he's got Chick Fil A on his mind, so it's all good. Uh, Blaine, your 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 go to today. What what are you getting from Chick Fil A? Uh, I think I'm gonna get a spicy spicy deluxe sandwich, man. I'm gonna kick it up a notch on the on the heat level and maybe get some pepper jack on it. So we're gonna we're gonna do it right today. Atta boy, and uh, as cheesy as it sounds, it's going to be a spicy show as well. So, uh, Blaine, real quick, uh, at the top of the show, and then when when we close, just let us know where we can find you on social media. Absolutely. So you can catch the show, the show's Twitter account, my recruiting every second show on Believe Podcast uh, Network is at recruiting underscore sec. Uh, you can follow me myself using at bgilmer eighteen. And, of course, uh, anything Georgia recruiting or Georgia team-based, go to ujasports.com. We'll have it all covered over there. Absolutely, man. And uh, you can find our show at Believe in Dogs. You can find Israel at Troopstar28. You can find me at Coach Burton 36 So uh, we are presented by betonline.ag. Uh, any NBA action going on for you, Blaine? Do you follow the NBA? No NBA action, man. I'm just tired of seeing uh, LeBron roll around on the ground right now. I'm trying to see what what'll what'll happen going going forward. Maybe that should be a bet. How many times does LeBron roll around on the ground during a game? Well, I bet they have. Exactly. 
I bet they have a prop on that. Uh, Israel, are, are you uh, are you getting in on the action? Man, no, I, I can't. Like like Blaine said, I can't get in with with people flopping. You know, we grew up in the Michael Jordan Pistons and Celtics age, where you know people get hacked every time they go to the basket. Mm-hmm. People begging for fouls. Then now they're crying for them. So um, I can't get with it. But I do. Uh, I did see where, where Russell Westbrook said something that was that was very important. You know about fans. You know, I'm all for trash talking and things like that, but the disrespect that fans are showing players these days is is crazy. As you know, Ron Artest goes up in the stands a couple of years ago. You know, he's dang near banned from the league. So, I mean, we got to do something to, something to protect the players. Um, Absolutely. You, know, you can't be throwing stuff at them. You know, trash talking is fine. You know, m- most people, you know, it goes in one or not the other. But as far as, like, the physical contact of players, you know, we've got to do something about that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta protect the you gotta protect the players, and that's that's uh, that's second to none. Because uh, if you don't have any players, you, you don't have a product. So, um, absolutely, and you could probably bet on LeBron's flops. They they have you covered. This Bet Online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So do like do like we've done. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Well, let's get into the show. Um, the dead period, Blaine, is being lifted on June first, which means people are eligible to to visit on campus uh, the way they used to be. So the, the first question before we get into who's visiting uh, UGA over the course of the month of June, uh, with the dead period, um, what are you anticipating in general, and then how is it going to affect Georgia specifically with decommitments and, and people changing their minds based on now I get to finally go see these campuses live and in person? And the only way I can describe it is controlled chaos. I mean, it's going to be like, you ever seen like when people take uh, take cows out to a, to a cell and they're mm-hmm. just running them through all that? It's gonna be like a cattle run, man. I mean, there <laughs> it's no more the ple- it's no more the pleasantries of camp of hey, you get to go uh, swimming and you get to go you know eat over here and all this kind of stuff. Now this is more combine style oriented. Guys are gonna get official measurements, all this kind of stuff because they've just got a slew of these guys coming through that they haven't seen how their bodies have changed in 18 months, haven't been able to put in person, uh, you know, eyes on them in person, get up close and personal evaluations of these guys, see how they respond to maybe some adversity, things like that. So guys are going to be going up and down recruiting boards. As you mentioned, there's going to be across the country, not just specifically Georgia, but across the country is going to be a lot of a flurry of commitments maybe a flurry of decommitments. It's going to be a jam-packed month of June, and Georgia is not exempt from that. They're going to have a ton going on even here in the first week of June coming up. Absolutely. Israel, what, uh, you know, are, are you are you on, on board with the uh, – well, not on board, but are you in line with the thinking of, hey, we better prepare for some some decommitments? Or do you think Georgia can, can stabilize their class, or do you think we're solid enough that we're not going to get a ton? I, th- I think we're pretty solid, but I mean, you never know who may come through the cracks. I mean, uh, now that uh, like Blaine alluded to, now that uh, kids are able to go to combines and stuff, because you know that's what that's what it comes down to. Uh, coaches want to see these guys perform, and you know, through the pandemic, they were never able to see a lot of these guys perform like in front of them. You know, you see them on film, but it's different when they got when they're in front of you. So I think we may pick up pick up some new ones. 
Um, I know we're jam-packed now. Um, a lot of our kids are going uh, to different camps um, this year, so I'm excited for, for the camp scene to get back going. You know, I'm excited to see these kids get a chance to go out and, and be recruited and see these campuses and, and you know, make, make, a, uh, make a choice based on, you know, what they see, you know, and not just video calls now. Because, you know, when you go to Athens in person, it's totally different than just talking to Coach Smart and, and the position coaches over the phone. So I'm excited for this time of year. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm juiced up, and, and you know, June fourth weekend, it, it's gonna get, it's gonna get cranked up pretty, um, pretty early and pretty, uh, pretty good. I, I think when, uh, when you're looking at the the list, Blaine, uh, or you and Israel, either one of you can chime in on this, but you, you have Branson Robinson, Oscar Delt, Addison Nichols, uh, Kojo Antwi, uh, Denylon Morset. And, and Aaron Bryant, and, and that's just a few. Maybe you get Tyree West and Gunnar Stockton as well that are looking to to visit maybe that first weekend. Well, you know, of, of that list, I mean, you got Denylon Morissette as a verbal commit. How important are these commits mixed in with some of these targets as far as these visits go? Well, Denylon Morissette and Gunnar Stockton have already been putting in a bunch of work on Oscar Delp and Kojo Antwi as they play with them on the Hustle Inc. Seven on Seven organization, they're they've already been working those guys like crazy. But having them in Athens to kind of go say, "Hey, look, this is what could happen if we all come here together." That'll be huge. Maybe the biggest one of the whole weekend is the five-star safety uh, Kamari Wilson that's coming in from IMG. He's going to be there that that first weekend as well. And man, he, Kamari Wilson, if you can, if Georgia could land him to pair beside Malachi Starks from Jefferson in that class. That's a, that's you talk about fortifying the back end of the defense for some time to come. That would be huge for the for the Georgia Bulldogs there. Uh Addison Nichols, another guy who really, really high on Georgia. But yes, you're right, having those commitments there, Denylon, uh Gunner to kind of spearhead that option that that operation and and get guys, you know, excited about Georgia. That's that's huge for the dogs. Yeah, no doubt. Just think about the things that that Richard LeCount was able to do um, just by him committing to the dogs and, and, you know, putting everything out on social media. And and the fact that these guys know each other already and mix that with them being on campus and getting to see the guys that are already there, um, getting to see the body of work those coaches have put in and the things that they've instilled. I mean, that's huge, you know, just being on campus, you know, seeing guys that are there, you know, letting those guys tell their story. You know, that's a big part of commitment. I mean, recruiting. You know, is getting the guys who are there, tell them how great it is. So, um, if we can do that and get get this class to continue to recruit the way they're doing, I mean, sky's the limit for this recruiting class moving forward. Yeah, no doubt. I and mean, I, I, go ahead, Blaine. I was gonna I was gonna say there's also two other guys that are kind of important too. Uh, Marquise Groves, Killer Brew. He's a he's a commit, and then of course Bear Alexander. He's not going to be coming in on that official weekend, but he's going to be coming in in the first uh, and staying a couple of days in unofficial capacity. It's big that they continue to really go after those guys because uh, Marquise Groves, Killer Brew has a visit planned to Michigan uh, official visit, and Bear Alexander is committed to Georgia. But Nick Nick Williams, his main recruiter, just left and went to Texas A and M. Uh, that could affect Kojo Antwi as well, Dayon Bowie. So a lot going on here in this first week. Yeah, I was going to say with with Bear Alexander. I mean, you know, d- does Texas and Texas A and M play a big factor into his recruiting? Is Sark going to sneak in on a few of these guys? I think, I think Sark is more of a. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is there sorry about that? I, I, 
Oh, no, you're good. Go. I, th- I think he does because, I mean, like you said, Nick just went to uh, Texas A&M, you know, and Nick was a huge, huge part of getting getting South Georgia kids, you know, uh, Bowie and, you know, guys like that. And with uh, Barry, Exel- Barry Alexander, you know, being one of his guys, you know, him going to um, Texas A&M is going to be huge and trying to keep him, you know, a solid commitment. We still have Tyree West out here at Tifton. You know, it is one one guy that we got to keep our paws on too. So um, it's, it's going to be crazy these next couple of months. See exactly how everything unfolds. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and I think um, you know, I'm, I'm reading the the UJ Sports um, the the vault, and it looks like um, you know, it looks like we got you know Justin Benton, another defensive lineman, set to visit on June 10th. Uh, he's a 2023 kid. The defensive line recruiting has been outstanding with Bear Alexander, Tyree West in this class. You can get, you know, you have a chance at Justin Benton in, in the next class. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be crazy coming up here soon. Yeah, Trey, Trey Scott has really put in uh, tremendous work in this 2022 class. Uh, don't forget Darius Smith out of Applin County is currently committed uh, to Georgia in the class of 2022. Big six foot six kid with a huge wingspan. So they've got a lot really going on uh, up front defensively. And, you know, got a big guy, uh, defensive end, outside linebacker, hybrid type guy up from Philadelphia and Anai White coming to visit that second week, the 11th through the 13th. So you're absolutely right. A lot of lot going on in that front seven for Georgia as, it, as these uh, visits come, come about. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we were uh, we were talking right before we went on. Uh, speaking of like big time visitors, I've heard that a, a certain quarterback from a certain family, one being Arch Manning, is uh, is visiting is visiting Athens late in June. I cannot wait to see Uncle Peyton uh, wear some red and black. I think that'd be incredible. What, uh, what, what are you hearing anything on him? What's 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 the latest with him? I I, I feel like it's going to be. Pretty uh, pretty tight to the chest there. Well, you know, Israel knows this too. I mean, any, anytime you're dealing with, with those guys, the, the Mannings, everything's going to be bu- buttoned up. Everything's going to be uh, – everything's going to be 100%, you know, politically correct and done just the most first-class way possible. And with said that, you're not going to know much about Arch Manning. He's going to kind of come and go – uh, very quietly, he's not going to have a lot of social media presence, do very little interviews. But I cannot imagine if Georgia were to maybe that connection with, you know, Matt Luke, formerly being at Ole Miss and the relationship he had with uh, Eli Man in there, maybe that plays a little bit of a part. But if if Kirby Smart's able to land Arch Manning in some way or fashion, you know, the crap that he will give Peyton Manning, uh, those two are no stranger to being able to uh, go back and forth with one another. <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited for it, Israel. I, I think getting a big-time quarterback. Um, when you look at Arch Manning's game, Israel, and you look at Gunnar Stockton, you look at Brock Vandegrift, I, I'm not so sure that Gunnar Stockton is solid if Arch Manning commits. I'm not so sure that Arch Manning doesn't come in and, and, and beat those guys out. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's it'll be interesting if he commits and, and what will happen when he comes in. And I think I think it's a race. You know, we still got Carson Beck. We all know that JT Day is going to have a great season this year. He'll he'll take his talents to the NFL. So now you have what four quarterbacks in mm-hmm. that room now? Four five star quarterbacks of that. So somebody somebody's going to leave. You know, so 
Um, if he does decide to come, I'll, I'll be great to have him. But at the end of the day, you know, you still got to compete. Yeah. You know, so I, and I think whoever whoever doesn't win that job is going to end up, you know, transferring things like that. But the main thing for this situation is, if I could tell these guys anything, is go somewhere that you're going to play, and you're going to be happy, and somewhere where 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 you want it. And of course, they're wanted at Georgia. But at the same time, you got to understand only one person to play quarterback. And yeah. you know, if, if you're if you're not you know in that guy, or you don't think that you're that guy, you know, go somewhere that uh that that you're going to play. You know, because I, I hate to see the transfer portal is a mess now. Um, so, and I, I would tell my son the same thing. I, I know you love that school. I know you this, that, and third, but you want to play football at the end of the day. So go somewhere where it's going to make you happy. But at the end of the day, I would love to see, you know, a Manning in, wearing the red and black. That would be outstanding. Yeah. That, uh, I mean, it, I, I saw a few of the throws that he's made in, in his highlight reel and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just in awe of, of what he can do and his, his skill set and his talents and things like that. I mean, he might be better than Uncle Peyton. And I, I know, I know that's a bold statement, but I don't know, man. It's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. You're coming from a family of quarterbacks, you know, and I mean, hey. You you have you you pretty much don't have a choice but to be great at that position. You yeah, know, you got true. you got you got so much talent within that family, and now you know now you're center stage, and you know don't get the big head. Now just go to work, and you know do do what's do what's right for you at the end of the day. Exactly, that's what Peyton did. You know, Peyton Peyton decided to blaze his own trail at, at, at Tennessee. Maybe maybe Arch does the same thing. Who knows? Time will tell. Uh, Blaine Kamari Wilson visiting June fourth. Is he IMG safety six one? Is he a, is he committing? Is he going to commit on that trip? Is he is he all dog? What are you hearing on him? I mean, he's certainly not bashful about posting his praise for Georgia on social media. So you know, in terms of that, I would say if I had to pinpoint a guy or two that is most likely to commit early on here in June, Kamari Wilson would definitely be up there. Oscar Delp, uh, Branson Robinson could be you know one and done uh with their visits as well i mean oscar duff is going to obviously visit clemson and south carolina because of family connections but i i do think those are all three guys that could commit early and then you know i mean man it, it, in terms of img you got that third weekend there with guys like tyler booker keon saab dalen everett and jod campbell like you, you know we were talking before IMG could end up being a huge pipeline to to Athens in this class of 2022. Yeah, no doubt. It's uh it's crazy, man. This this whole recruiting thing is you know, I I think even more so than than other years it's been it's been spiced up, but you know, Israel, what you know, what are your thoughts on that on the on the early June visitors? I I love the early June visitors, you know, um simply because all right, think about it this way. Um, when I, like when I was there, if we could have got guys on campus right now, you get to see everything during the summertime. And, you know, during the summertime, when you're at Georgia, is pretty much one of the best times outside of the football season because it's not the hustling bustle like normal. You know, you go to class and go to workouts that you have pretty much the day free. You know, you get to show those guys, all right, this is what we do, going to the pool, you know, chilling with the fellas, you know, doing, doing things like that. And the night and the, and the nightlife and, and the day life in Athens now is absolutely ridiculous. Um, they have so much stuff now. I mean, they have a Waffle House and a Zaxby's and everything downtown now. Oh yeah. So just showing these, just showing these guys the, the campus and showing you know what life can be like, you know, in Athens is, is going to be huge, huge for for the recruiting process. Like like we said earlier, for you and I've been there, Blaine, you're there now. 
there's nothing like being in Athens, especially during football season, but during the off season too, as a player, you know, you get that downtime, you get to relax for a little bit and kind of get to enjoy yourself. I think that's going to be the selling point for these guys when they get there. Yeah. It's downtown as, as a recruiting tool, it's been insane. Yeah, and I was also going to talk too about the facilities, guys. The brand new eighty million dollar worth of facilities, the brand new weight room, practice facility, coaches' offices, you know, training pools, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Jim Donnan talked about it on the uh, UGA UGA Sports Live podcast. You can check out over on the UGA Sports YouTube channel and also on the website. But he said he was just blown away by it. It, it, it it boggled his mind as even being a former head coach of Georgia, just what is going on there. So these guys that are visiting in June are going to be hit with that right up front. Just what a tool that is for Kirby Smart and company. And it's been a long time uh, coming there in Athens with these additions. Man. Yeah. It's, I, I can't, I can't wait. And let's, uh, let's talk, let's talk transfer portal a little bit. Are, are, are we done in the transfer portal or what, what are you hearing on that front? No, I don't think you're done in the transfer portal. Uh, there's some, let's just say, some complicated situations. A couple of them that are that are uh, high profile. I think everybody knows about with Darren Kendrick and Arik Gilbert. And if you want all the the latest inside scoop of that, make sure to head over to UGASports.com. But those yes. are two two things that are uh, percolating. Underneath the surface, a lot of lot of ins and outs to those situations. But uh, could they end up at Georgia? Uh, very much so. Um, is it is it a is it a done deal on either one? Uh, not going to go out and, and say that. But if all I can say is if Georgia ends up pulling out Arik Gilbert and uh, Darren Kendrick from Clemson, man, the 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 odds I would think over in Vegas. He's talking about bet online earlier. I think the odds mm-hmm. in Vegas would go go. Way down for for Georgia, like you, you better get on the the plus uh, plus eight hundred and stuff like that uh, now because it's gonna uh, you know it's Georgia's odds of winning the title would go way up adding two physical specimens like that to their roster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, NCAA futures. If you wanna if you wanna jump in on that, there you go. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's uh, you know I, I think the the Arik uh, Gilbert saga just keeps turning and turning and turning. I feel like it's a soap opera now, right, Israel? Yeah, I, I think it's a little too much for just one one kid. You know, everybody's all invested in this kid. And and, and for me, you know, I'm all, I'm all about production. I'm all about results. And that's one thing that Kirby Smarty is about, too. And for me, I hadn't really done anything yet to make me, you know, be so excited about it. You know what I mean? I know I've, I saw him in, in high school. I know what he could do in high school. I've seen that. But I want to see him at the college level with kids his same size, his same speed, you know. But at the end of the day, if he did come to Georgia, I mean, I would be excited because now we got him, Washington, um, that whole group, Burton, all, all those guys that, that can go to work on the outside. And all we got to do is protect and shoot. I mean, like Blaine said, Vegas and, and Bet Online is going to be licking their chops at, at these uh, money lines coming up here soon. If, well, right, if that happens, right now it's uh, right now it's plus plus seven hundred. So yeah, you're getting you know you, you bet ten, you get seventy if Georgia wins the national championship. Um, we can have a little fun with some of these odds numbers if, if if you want. What do you think Bama's sitting at? 
don't know. They. Oh, I, I don't even know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not great at, at uh, you know. I'm not the prognosticator of the the betting lines. Uh, but I, you know, obviously they've got to have the the best odds of anybody. The Alabama. They're you know, plus just... two sixty. Then Clemson. Then Ohio State. <laughs> then Georgia. Then. Uh, yeah. You know, I think I don't even know why they put Vanderbilt in the odds. <laughs> they put uh, they put Vanderbilt uh, at plus looks like plus a hundred thousand maybe. Let's see if I put in five dollars, I could win. I could win. So you're, so you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> saying there's a chance. Yeah, I could win. It's plus ten thousand. I think I I can I bet five. I could win five thousand if uh, if Vanderbilt wins the national championship. So, um. They have Memphis. They have Army in here. Uh, Kansas with Lance Leopold. I don't know. You might want to jump in plus ten thousand on uh, on Kansas. So uh, it's pretty crazy, guys. Uh, with with these odds, it's 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 a lot of fun. Um, I did a little bit of betting on college football uh, this past season. Uh, won a few, lost a few, kind of broke even. Which I guess if you're in the betting world, you break even. That's uh that's a good thing. So um, yeah. But uh, are we looking at any other receivers to add in the in the transfer portal? I don't see anybody out there that is uh, pressing right now in terms of the guy they, they got to have. But, you know, there's always, man, as, as crazy as stuff is and how it's changing every day, there's not to say somebody won't pop in there late. But I think truly what you're looking at is if Arik Gilbert comes, he will be used, utilized a lot as a wide receiver. They're going to split him out and uh, single him up as, a, as an X if he comes there, uh, put him on the backside of, you know, RPOs where they can run, you know, zone zone read, uh, read the inside backer, throw a slant in behind it, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. run a fade a fade with him in the in the red zone because he's he's the closest thing to a George Pickens out there that's available in terms of body size, uh, athleticism, ability. So I think that could be that's that's why it would be even bigger if Georgia does is able to bring in Arik Gilbert if if it's that situation works out with all that's going on. If he's able to come in, that would uh, kind of kill two birds with one stone for Georgia in terms of uh, adding to that receiving core a little bit too. So a little thirteen well, personnel packages, yeah, Israel. Exactly. I think he's going to be used a lot like like Florida did with Cal Pitts. You know, they use Cal Pitts in line. They use him in inside slot. They use him outside, like like playing say at the X or or the Z. You know, so you 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 get a kid like that with that much athleticism, you can't just keep him in the box. You know, he's big enough to go up and get the ball over cornerbacks, and he's he's athletic enough to to beat uh, linebackers because they can't cover him. So it's going to be it's a great it's a great, oof. It's scary to realize how much he, he could bring and how much talent around him, you know, that George could have if he does decide to commit and come on. And, you know, and be committed. That's one thing that I'm worried about, just him being committed to the process. Mm-hmm. But you guys are both coaches. Imagine imagine what you're thinking or what you're telling your defensive coordinator on the headset when you see, okay, here's the personnel coming in. They got Darnell Washington, Brock Bowers, and Arik Gilbert all on the field at the same time. Uh Call your call your coverage. Put your package in. Ooh, yeah, I'm I'm telling my I'm telling my coordinator. Um, depending on who the who the one receiver is, probably Arian Smith. 
Um, yeah. I, hey, I'm I'm saying uh, let's play uh, let's play off man uh, blitz and hope we can get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know what you do with those guys. I mean, if if you don't get pressure, you're not going to be able to cover them. You know, I mean, do you double Eric Gilbert? No, because you got. LeBron James, I mean, uh, Darnell Washington down there at tight end. Or, you know, you, you double you, you double Darnell and you got Aaron Smith taking the top off of it or Jermaine Burton or whoever the, the, the lone X is over there. Or Brock, Brock Bowers. Bowers. I mean, <laughs> pick your poison, right? Or we can just hand it to Zamir or James Cook and cram it down your throat too if we want to. So this gives Todd Monken literally carte blanche of doing whatever – Whatever he wants, and and the, the it's just an embarrassment of riches it, it, with the, with the offensive weapons. I mean, you know, you look at the the current team coming in, um, and, and we'll get to Brandon Turnage here in a, in a little bit, uh, Blaine. But you know, you look at the current offensive weapons that that we that we employ that we bring in, you know, as a recruiting tool, you have to think that this is clue number one million two hundred thirty seven thousand eight hundred fifty two that Georgia is going to open up their offense, right? You bring in all these weapons. Arik Gilbert is on the forefront of of uh, of coming coming over from the portal. I mean, what more do you need? And Israel, you and I talked about this last episode. What more do you need to to figure out that hey, Georgia's gonna Georgia's gonna open up things and, and unleash the ball and and they're gonna score some points. And and I, I guess we finally learned our lesson. So. I think it's a great recruiting tool. Um, I think I think when you look at Kojo, he's probably looking at this thing going, okay, they're going to open up. This is fun. I'm going to go play in this offense, right? Exactly. You, you got to look at every, every, every team that's in the SEC right now. You know, um, let's take an example of Texas A&M. Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher comes in. You know, he's ground and pound, power counter type of coach. They started using RPOs. They started using quick pass. They started getting the getting the ball to their playmakers, all right? So now look at Ole Miss. They bring in Lane Kiffin because they want the same thing, and that's what they're doing. You know, you look at Alabama, how much their offenses have evolved. You know, you look at all these teams in the SEC, and you're wondering when's Georgia going to do it. And now after throwing 652 passes in the spring game, you're starting to realize that, hey, Georgia's about to do the same thing now. So if I'm a recruit and I'm looking at it, I'm like, and you got to think, Georgia's the best team in the East, bar none. You know, we, we might fluke up and, and and lose to Florida, you know, last year, but I don't think that's going to happen again. So, you know, Alabama's Alabama, you know. So you know that Georgia's going to be playing that SEC championship game no matter what. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at that, I'm looking at it like they're going to throw me the ball. They got a guy that can throw the ball. They got three guys behind them that can also throw the ball. I know exactly where I want to go because I'm going to play. And Georgia does a great job of getting all those guys on the field at some point, you know, we got all those running backs and all of them bang there ran for what? 300 yards, at least all of them, mm-hmm. you know, so you're going to put, you're going to play as long as you're producing, you're going to play. So that's what I'm looking at. If, I, if I'm being recruited, will I get to play what type of offense we're running? And, you know, do I have a chance to ultimately win a, win a national championship? I think if you look at Georgia right now, everything's set up for us to do that soon rather than later. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Blaine, what, you know, what kind of, uh, you know, when, when you look at this uh, as a recruiting tool, when you look at this, you know, you, you bring on Adonai Mitchell, you bring on, uh, you know, guys, you know, younger guys like that, you bring on some of these receivers and, and, and it just keeps building and building and building, you know, looking at it before the spring game, I didn't think Adonai Mitchell 
I thought he was going to be somebody that was going to kind of be on the on the outskirts, maybe get some special teams, get a few looks here and there, polish his route running, and and, and look to contribute mostly next year and, and, and going forward. But looking at him in the spring game, he's going to be a contributor now. And so for recruiting purposes, that's got to play a huge factor, right? You know, when, when you when you look at offenses and, and how these guys contribute, because Kirby is showing, hey, we got all these playmakers. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman, if you're good and you can ca- and, and and you can produce, you're going to get on the field. And Israel, you hit the nail on the head on that. So, Blaine, what do what do you think about Adani Mitchell? What kind of you know Justin Robinson? Those two, what 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 contributions are they going to make? Are, are they going to be regular starters, rotational guys? You know, big time players towards the end of the season. How do how do you see their uh, their freshman years? Uh, kind of shaking out depending on how uh marcus rosemary jackson comes back and he certainly looks healthy but uh, there's a difference between being able to run routes and being able to take contact and stuff like that depending on how he comes back donnie mitchell could start off the year as you're starting at x i mean he could mm-hmm. be the he could be the guy who's the number one at the x position um so I, I look for him to be a big contributor whether he ends up being the starter or if he's just a rotational type guy and then, you know, on top of that, I think the biggest freshman, and obviously we all know that uh, JT Daniels is, is going to be the starting quarterback, but I wrote a, a piece not too long ago talking about, I think Brock Vandergriff's 2021 is imperative to how Georgia recruits quarterbacks going forward. I think that if Georgia raises their average first downs per game from 21 uh, 21 average first downs per game to upwards of that that 28-29 level that LSU and Alabama have been at the last two uh, teams to win a national championship. If they get up towards that level and they're running up upwards of the mid-70s to low-80s type plays per game versus the mid-60s like they've been, there's enough plays in that game to give Brock Vandergriff a small package of plays and say, okay, Brock, we're going to utilize your legs and be able to do run pass option stuff with you and these certain things to do that, to be able to say, hey, if you're a five-star quarterback, no, you may not be the guy right away, but come to Georgia, we're going to find a way to use you. You're going to find a way to play because everybody knows how the saga has been with the Justin Fields stuff and all that. This would be a great opportunity. You know, you talked about Gunnar Stockton, Archman, and all these guys that could be coming in behind. This would be a great opportunity for Kirby Smart to send a message to say, hey, great players are going to find ways to play, like Israel said. Yeah, Israel, th- th- thoughts on that? Would you know, as offensive coordinators, I have to think about this for a minute. Uh, so I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> I'm gonna turn the mic over to you. Um, yes, but as far as finding no, packages for, for you know, know whoever your number two, two is, and, you know, I think Carson Beck can do a lot of those things as well. Mainly, you know, is there some so merit to that? It is you know, because so you bring in another quarterback, maybe you throw off the rhythm of JT Daniels. How do you feel about that possibility? You stay with JT and let him roll, and then you see what happens next year. You know what I mean? If if JT struggling, now now we look into that. You know what I mean? Because um, because for me right now, you know, with my quarterback situation, my starter he, he does a great job, but my backup he's just a sophomore. Well, he's an upcoming sophomore, you know. So if my senior struggles, you know, I can always move him to receiver or something, <laughs> and my and my sophomore can take over. So you always kind of have to find that happy balance in between, because you always want to let the starter know that he's a starter. Mm-hmm. You know, and that nobody's going to take his job. But at the end of the day, you always have to have somebody ready because there's injuries. You know, there there's something that could happen to where they, they, hey, next man up, and you got to be ready to roll. So, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where you kind of kind of look at your offense, see what they can and can't do, see what they're better at, 
you know, and, and if there is a package that he right. can go in, kind of like what Tebow did when, when Chris Leak was still the starter. You know, Tebow was there. You know, we all knew Chris Leak was going to start, but they built a package that Tebow could do. You know, get him some game reps, you know, against top SEC teams and in the, in the, and in the National Championship um, game that year. Get him some reps in, and the next year, boom, look to see what happens. So, you know, give your starter, you know, 90% of the reps, and then, you know, let those guys battle it out to see who gets the rest of them. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Go ahead, Blaine. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, I'm not in no way am I advocating for any kind of like just interruption of JT. I'm saying in a, in a clear and structured way, being able to say, okay, Brock, this week you have these eight to 10 plays that we have an opportunity to run with you. And we can do it. Like you said, Israel in a red zone package. If we're, you know, let's say it, they're up by two touchdowns, something like that. Just an opportunity to give Brock uh, some some game experience in these full capacity stadiums that are going to be this fall. Give him a little confidence going forward. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that Brock Vandergrift is going to be the number two at any point this year. I'm just saying uh, specialized packages. I think going into the first game, Stetson Bennett's going to be your backup quarterback. If if JT Daniels goes down with a a, a sprained ankle in the first quarter, Stetson Bennett's going to be the guy to go in, and, and he has the most experience. He's most comfortable. But I think it's either going to be Stetson or Carson that ends up being the number two. And I'm saying get Brock that experience, like you said, Israel, for the, the, the next year ahead because uh, everybody knows the kind of potential that he has. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the, what he could do with his legs, what he can do just slinging the ball down the field and, and taking advantage of some open zones, I, I think that's – I think that's going to be paramount. So, you know, I think when you look at the quarterback situation, it's going to get interesting. So, um, I, I think the the quarterback position is something that, as we go through and progress through fall camp, that backup that backup role, that job is far from being awarded. And so, we'll we'll see kind of how that shakes out. See who you know, see who comes to the top of the pile on that. Um, and, and I think that'll that'll be telling as far as what what the plans are as far as getting experience, things like that, or or having, you know, Stetson as your emergency guy if you need it, have some specialty stuff for, for Brock and, and, and or Carson, uh, depending on who wins that battle. Does Carson leave? Does, you know, what – you know what, what's going to happen there. We'll we'll find all that out, I, I guess, as we move into 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 camp. But let's flip over to the defensive side of the ball. Two big transfer, uh, two big transfers uh, come in at the defensive back position: Tyke Smith and Brandon Turnage. You know, I, I'm really excited about both. Uh, I, I think Turnage is very uh, versatile. I think Tyke Smith gives us some some experience and and uh, and leadership at that cornerback position. Coming in with his uh, with his old coach uh, from. West Virginia, essentially following him. You know what impact is that going to have on the DB room? Um, you know what what are the contributions of these guys? You know uh, Jalen Kimber yeah, and, and Keely Ringo. With, how how so do how do they right factor now. in? You know what, what's like, what's to make of this defensive back rooms with the with the two transfers but, uh, and some of the youth that we have over there? Like we said earlier, these guys go out and play ball. I'm going to defer to you. Israel, I'm going to defer to you first as a as a coach, man. What's what's your what's your thoughts on the defensive secondary?
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just turn them loose. Be aggressive. You know what? Why not? <laughs> I mean, if if we get a Reed Gilbert, then really turn them loose, right? Just go balls to the wall and say, "Okay, you're gonna have to score 100 points on us to to win anyway." So, hey, let's uh, let's let's get it done, right? Um, so I, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about these two guys. I, I think they bring in uh, some skill sets that that we didn't already have. You know, you have Chris Smith at, at safety. He's taking over for Richard LeCount. Maybe Turnage is kind of that, you know, Swiss Army knife back there where he's in some packages where he's at safety. Maybe he's a nickel corner. You know, maybe he slots in over at corner. Maybe, maybe they move some guys around. Maybe they find some slots for, for Jalen Kimber on, on the inside, you know, and you, you got Latavius Brini as well uh, that, that factors in. So I, I think – you've got possibilities now. I think you're starting to build that DB room like you're starting to build that wide receiver room where you have a bunch of guys that can do a bunch of different things. And, you know, sky's the limit as far as creativity goes with with coverages and things you can do, personnel packages. So I'm excited just as much as I am for the emergence of the wide receiver room. Right, Blaine? Yeah, I mean, Tyke Smith was huge, absolutely monumental to what George is trying to do, having that guy who can – you know, obviously everybody's had to come in and earn a spot, but a guy who's expected to come in and lock down that star role, uh, he's a very sure tackler, you know, tackles well in space and is able to able to cover as well as pick some balls off for, for West Virginia during his time there. So Tyke Smith's going to be a tremendous asset to keep from overloading guys on the back end from having to cross train as much, do too much, that don't have a ton of experience. Um, you know, you know, I have to, there were talks before about guys like Dan Jackson, a walk on from North Hall High School, guys like David Daniel, who's to be a, a true freshman from Woodstock. They were, they were going to have to be maybe even forced into some duty, but maybe that, that, that trickle down effect now, they don't have to play as early or, or as much as needed, can still rotate in, uh, helps out. And then Brandon Turnage, I think, again, He's another he's another body, another depth guy, but not a ton of experience there. So having that experience of Taiki Smith is huge. And then corner, you know, between Keely Ringo, Nylon Green, who I think has a real chance to start, uh, you know, over Jalen Kimber before the year's done with. But Nylon Green, Jalen Kimber, those three guys, Amir Speed thrown in there as well. So you got you got a good little. Uh, rotation is just gaining that experience and the only way you can gain it uh is go out and go out and play (laughs) yeah absolutely i mean it's sky's the limit with all this talent so uh, before we let you go blaine um you know you we got a lot of visits coming up um and we'll put you on the spot here uh for for a few predictions uh we're gonna start with uh we're gonna start with flinte carswell you called him flip carswell you wrote you wrote an article about this guy six seven two seventy five uh he's a real real small cat you know um, playing offensive line in basketball right (laughs) um but what 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 is your prediction on him what what are you thinking there there's just so much that's left to be seen i mean he he, in his art in his interview with me told me how he knows that he needs to work on his flexibility he needs to work on his uh being able to sustain blocks because he's just brand new to football right so Mm -hmm. i think georgia georgia tech jumped out there early for him went out way on a limb 
Uh, I think they're going to have a special bond with him going forward. And honestly, I think even though he's special talent, I think there there's some guys that Georgia's going to like better than him. I'm not putting him out of the out of the realm of possibility. I do think he walks away um, after his visit, uh, or not too long after his visit, with an offer from Georgia. But as far as commitment, I'm we'll just have to another, have to I see a little wait. Going to Ole Miss. See how his first true season goes down there at Washington County. All right, all right, all right. Um, rapid fire. Okay. Uh, Israel, you, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll call on you as well. Rapid fire prediction. Um, and you can say, uh, if you're not sure where else they would commit, you could just say other. Or uh, if, if you have an idea of where they could go, uh, certainly throw that out there. But as of today, May 28th, 2021, before the June visits, let's start with Brandon Robinson. Where, uh, prediction. Uh, Blaine, go. I, I think it, if he comes and he loves Georgia. his visit, I think Georgia is on his radar. But like Blaine said, I think uh, – Yeah, same here. Uh, Oscar Delp. Right I like think I, I know where you're going here, Blaine. Georgia now. Georgia. <laughs> Addison Nichols. Georgia. Yeah, I'm going other too. Kojo Antwi. A&M. Hoping Georgia, but I'm thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid you're right, A&M. Uh, Delano, Delano Morissette, is he going to get a job uh, after uh, after he finishes his NFL career as Georgia's lead recruiter? I mean, he, he's going to be solid, so I'm, I'm excited about that. Aaron Bryant from South Haven, Mississippi. Defensive tackle. I'm going to say other. I think he could either end up at Mississippi, at one of the Mississippi schools or even even late at Alabama, maybe. I'm going to say yeah, other. I'm, I'm, going, I'm saying he's hopping aboard the lane train. I think he's – the lane train is rolling. Keon Sab. Other. Exactly. Exactly. I it shouldn't even be a question. Uh Tyler Booker, IMG coming in uh middle of June. Prediction. I'm gonna say Florida right now. Florida or Alabama. I think Georgia's got some ground to make up on Tyler. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go with Georgia right now, but I think he the, the, if he has a, a pretty good camp and a dang good season, I think yeah. he'll pick up something else too. I'm gonna but say I'm upset. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say right Georgia. Now. I'm gonna say Georgia here. I think we're gonna flip him. <laughs> the only reason I think that only reason I think that is, I mean, you look at the Georgia tackle situation; they're so loaded at tackle. Yeah. Tyler yeah. Booker could go to Florida and play immediately. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But we they've shown that people aren't aren't afraid. They're not afraid to compete. So. Um, yeah, I think other two. I'm gonna like say said, I'm gonna say we get him right, just just so I can be different. Keon Sab, we offered his brother twenty class of 2026, six two athlete. Be a lot of those guys. I say Georgia in this class or classes, you know. After them, man, Keon Sab, you put me on the spot with all these guys right now. There's so much to do with the defensive backs. I think there's a silent commit in the defensive backfield for 2022 right now that I obviously can't say. So I'm gonna say Keon Sab goes to Clemson. Get on that trail. So that he has is we want to keep these guys home. We want to bring some new ones in and help us uh, win this thing. It it's gonna it's gonna get scary. This recruiting season is gonna be pretty exciting to watch. All right, 
a few more here. Uh, Dalen Everett. Other. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think other. Giad Campbell. I think he could end up at Georgia. I think before it's said and done, he could end up at Georgia because Georgia only has one outside linebacker and Jalen Walker there, and they may end up taking another one if they decide to take up take more than one. Other yeah. than uh, you know, of course, Anai White. I'm gonna say other or Georgia. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Georgia. And I think uh, the last one, Catron Allen, uh, I, I think since I think since Branson Robinson uh, feel, feels like a dog, uh, I, I think Catron Allen is, is other. Yeah, I think other, I think other too. Uh, no, I mean, uh, everybody be safe, you know, big red. Um, and playing out there. So make sure you got your sunscreen and, and your hydrate and all that good stuff. Um, if you're outside and to all the guys that are going to camp, uh, the guys being recruited, um, good luck to you and uh, go dogs as usual. Yeah, no doubt it, it it is. And June, June is going to be like I feel like every weekend. You know, Blaine, you're probably going to be pretty be pretty busy. So, um, <laughs> I, I I guess that's a good thing, right? So, um, yeah, it's a great thing. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, uh, Blaine, I'm 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 glad we were able to get you on. I'm glad we were able to get you before you uh, started scarfing down your Chick Fil A and uh, got that that Friday post lunch. Uh, lull going on or that that where you're counting Absolutely. down to to uh to the weekend so it's going to be a big uh, memorial day weekend so uh we're gonna we're gonna keep that as a we're gonna take this as a stopping point uh we will blame we're i, I want to have you on sometime in the middle of june and then then after all the june visits are yes, done that is uh, when, when things, man too, i guess calm down for for a bit we can kind of kind of un, unpack everything and see where the dust settled and see who went where see where our predictions were uh see if we were right wrong or maybe still uh still on the table or maybe some things have changed uh so I, i'm i'm looking forward to that israel uh before we go any any last words from you And if you're down in Albany this fall, uh, go check out Monroe. They got some brand new turf. They got a brand new offensive system. Some guy named Israel Troop is their offense coordinator. I don't know. He's uh, pretty good. Pretty exciting stuff. Uh, Blaine, uh, one, one last uh, anything you want to talk about about your upcoming episodes on uh, recruiting every second, or what's going um, on on UJ Sports, or just in general. In terms of recruiting every second, going to have a, you know, we do deep dives with other people on the Believe Podcast Network. So I got one with Jordan Dollinger from Ole Miss coming up next week. Did an interview this uh, actually that released when we're recording this today on Friday the 28th with Grant Godfrey. 
and Sammy Brown, who are two uh, big-time prospects in the in the state of Georgia, North Gwinnett and Jefferson, respectively. So, uh, got that going on. But one little cliffhanger on the 2022 class, a name you need to watch out for, Cason Henry, offensive tackle from Walton. He's going to be visiting, and uh, that could be one that, that ends up being part of this class. So. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. Okay, that's that's an interesting name right there. So, stay tuned for that. Check out uh, recruiting every second. Check out uh, check out Blaine on on a Believe Podcast Network. So we welcome him to to the greatest podcast network in the world, uh, where we have lots of great shows and lots of great things going on. So the SEC coverage on this network is is uh, is incredible. So uh, we want to welcome Blaine there. Uh, go check him out on on UGA Sports. Um, he probably hadn't had a, a, enough time to really capture the true essence of the dog vent but he will you will i know you will blaine uh, especially on game day it's a check your brain at the door type situation so be ready for that but uh but i, I, I want to uh send you guys off to the memorial day weekend uh, on, on a great note uh, again thanks blaine for for jumping on uh we are the believe in georgia dogs podcast presented by betonline.ag rate subscribe review give us a listen give us a follow uh at believe in dogs on all social media at troopstar 28 at coach burton 36 on twitter uh, instagram it's the same uh, except for me i'm at burton.cory uh on uh, on instagram so follow us like our show and uh as always and blaine i'm i'm gonna include you on this one too as always go dogs I in my my new role I gotta I gotta stay say officially non biased you know on my new role here so but uh but yeah man y'all I enjoyed it I appreciate being on <laughs> I had to put you on the spot one more time Israel hit, hit us up with it go dogs yes sir all right cool oh I like that thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.